And like the other big thing Coach Danielle taught me was how to read the labels. labels. That's huge. Once she explained how to read labels, I would look at things that I thought were so healthy and I was like, oh my God, this is not Yeah, healthy. things that are health foods. Yeah, health yeah. foods. Yeah, that's... I couldn't That's, believe what... We could do a whole podcast on that trash. I, mean, I should do that with Danielle. <laughs> she should just sit down and roast health food companies. I used to, in the supermarket, I would take pictures of labels and send them to Coach Danielle. <laughs> and be like, trash, is this good? Trash. Is this good? <laughs> should I buy this? I did. She, she's great because she would answer all of them. But I learned... Good. How to like I still check in with her on things, but I learned how to do that and that was that's pretty big. Welcome to the Fit Town Show. I'm here eagerly awaiting this great conversation with Kristen. How are you today? Good, how are you? I'm fantastic. How, uh, I feel like I, there's so much that I want to talk about. I don't know where to start, but let's take a rewind about you. Mm -hmm. um, you're not originally from Florida. No. From the Northeast. New Jersey. New Jersey. Tell us about your start into exercise, moving to Florida, and then finding us at Fit Town. So growing up, I always was in sports, all kinds of sports. Um, mostly basketball, that was my main sport. So I always was involved in something, whether it was basketball, soccer, softball. I even played football with the boys on the street. Um, it was just always some sport. Once I graduated college, you know, I mean, sports were over for sure. the most part, and I started just going to gyms just to run and do some like a machines. globo gym or yeah, okay, just you know, on and off for years. Um, and that one, I mean, it was like for 15 years, I probably did like workouts in the gym. Um, and I actually found CrossFit in my mid 30s in New York. I oh, went, wow, yeah, I went to. Uh, it was called Black Box. Oh, yeah. That's like one of the yeah, OG. I know. I know. I was going to see That's like reaction. one of the first boxes uh -huh. to affiliate. It was just everybody was talking about CrossFit, and I was like, oh, this could be something I like. And I started going there, and then um, I actually moved to Denver first. Okay. And I did CrossFit there, CrossFit Verve. I also went. I we talked about this. Yep. Matt Chan's original old box. Yep. And then I uh, actually came to Florida during 2020 and I was only here temporarily and then I just kept coming back and coming back and then I eventually stayed um, and then that's when I started coming to Fit Town. I think that uh, your journey really explains to those people who are like pretty experienced and knowledgeable about CrossFit and its history, it really shows why you have such a passion. Like when you start at the black box and then you go to Verve, mm -hmm. you're at like two really like early industry leading gyms. Mm -hmm. I mean, those were both like mega 
not necessarily mega number up. Like Verve didn't have like a million members, but no. you know Matt yeah. Chan went to the games. He's like an OG, yeah. and then that's the gym he was affiliated with. So it's easy to see why you would be so passionate about it. And it was funny because I didn't know who he was when I was when there. You started. I just always saw him. He was so nice and always making videos. And <laughs> I, I, <laughs> this dude's really into himself. He's, no, Turns out he's like, super fit. I was like, wow, he's so knowledgeable. He gets that he's doing all these videos online yeah. for everyone. He was a he coached us, and I was just. And then um, I finally realized like how big he was, but he didn't act like that. No, he's. I've only uh, I've met him a couple times, and he's always so humble and so kind. Yeah, it was. And then he went on the TV show with The Rock, and I was like, Oh my God! Yeah, he's he is big. a grade A badass. Mm -hmm. uh, when you found CrossFit and you had moved from like Globo Gym to mm -hmm. trying your first CrossFit class, were you hooked like immediately, or were you like, ah? Um, so when I had to find another CrossFit gym, it was it was actually really hard because there was a lot of different gyms in the area, mm -hmm. CrossFit gyms, and all different had they all had a little different culture. Yeah. So different, um, just different vibes. So it was I got really overwhelmed because there were so many, and I was like, how am I supposed to find the right right? Place? How do you choose? Um, and that's when, when I went to Verve, I was like, okay, this is pretty in line with what I was used to. Nice. Um, and that's how I ended up, I was like, okay, this is good. And then I tried it a few more times and then I was like, okay, I think I'm going to stay here. I really like the facilities too. It had like, it's like, they all had different buildings and I like yeah. that big open. It's very warehouse industrial yes. complex setting. I like that feel at yeah. CrossFit, like that big industrial feel so that's where I landed and I was there for like four or five years and then is when I moved here. So you've been doing CrossFit now for close to 10 years? No like because New York wasn't that long okay um, so it was I'm probably like six seven. It's pretty good oh, yeah. it's a long time <laughs> coming up on it. Yeah. Uh, what has your like moving away from sports and then finding CrossFit do you um I guess, like, what did you find most appealing when you initially rewind to your very first CrossFit gym? What did you find most appealing and, like, exciting about it? I liked that it was, um, well, for one, it was different than just going to the gym. Because at that point, I've been just doing the gym routine for 15 years. And when I walked into CrossFit, you know, they started introducing you to the bar. and Sure. Um, handstand push-ups they, they led with that which was funny because I'm like handstand push-ups like what do you want me to do <laughs> and you know but I think they were trying to show like all the different things that you can do um and then it was like okay but even though you can't do all this yet here's all the things you can do and everything had a scale and it was like so they it showed you like no matter what age you know gender anything you can do it yeah. like and you know to the most like you <laughs> people like you are at the gym and then there's other people who just are on day one yeah so it's like when i saw that it wasn't as intimidating i mean yeah. it's still intimidating but um when i saw like other all different levels i was like okay so it's not like you come in and you have to be like josh <laughs> right. There's a place for everybody. There's a place for everybody, right? Yeah. Cuz then I was like, well, I am older now, like sure. how is this going to be and then you're just it's different when you're a little bit older. You don't when you're kind of in your 20s, it's like you'll try anything. Who cares? But. You can say that you're dumb. 
<laughs> we're all we were all just not that bright. It was just easier, you know. You just didn't really whatever. But when you get older, yeah. and then you walk in a gym and you risk assessment is very real mm -hmm. when you are around forty years old. Like I, I can't be goofing off and break my neck and miss a month of work. Like I can't. Exactly. You know, it's just silly. different. Yeah. Yeah. So I had so much, and then I the other thing that was really big is the coaches. If you don't have the right coach. If I started and I didn't have the right coach, that could have changed everything for sure. me. Maybe I wouldn't even be doing it to this day. But I had a, I had really good coaches along the way, and I think that definitely helped. I think that's true in every sport, whether it's high school basketball, middle school softball. Mm -hmm. You know, your coaches really can like they can change your life. It's, yeah, it's wild to think about that. What is the transition from? I'm going to call. And I don't mean this in a negative way, but like Black Box and Verve, and at least in my experience at both of those gyms, were very cool, CrossFit Kool-Aid drinking gyms. Um, I don't think it's a secret. Like obviously at Fit Town, we're not affiliated anymore. What was the transition like from a gym like that to what you're doing now in our gym? Like what's, what are some of the pros, cons, and just differences that you've seen? So I was a little nervous that, you know, we weren't going to be affiliated anymore and I may have um, emailed the owners many times <laughs> and asked them many questions constantly. Um, and I'm not saying that it's important. We have to be affiliated. It's just, I really enjoy CrossFit. Yeah. Um, and that was really what it was all about. Like, I was just like, are we still going to have that flavor? I don't need the affiliation. Like that's not, you know, it's okay if we don't do that, but I still enjoy it. Um, is this just going to be about maybe we do a little bit different programming? Like we still do the same skills and everything, but you're going to make it more your own. Like it's not going to be like, you know, Diane and all these different workouts every day. Maybe it's yeah, just going to be. the benchmarks and heroes. Yeah, like maybe it's not like that every day, but like different flavors of that. Um, so that, that was really important to me that, that we kind of stayed in, in that realm, you know, yeah. like. And I was assured that we were still going to do a lot of the same things. And um, <laughs> it, it took me a while to get on board, not because of anything that we were, Fit Town was doing wrong. Sure. Or it was just me because <laughs> I don't like change. If Yeah, people always panic. You know, you, you assume the worst might happen if there's going to change. Yeah. Like if I identify a change and I think it's good, like for someone who moves all over, like I've moved everywhere but it were things that i thought made sense and it was i understood why i was doing it so i'm like yeah i'm all about change but if i'm not the one driving the change right that's scarier for sure it's like what is this gonna be i don't why do we need to change uh everything's good if <laughs> right. everything's broke don't fix it that's, like yeah. what's going on um but it really became more about just creating it wasn't as quite intense of an environment that I was used to like very I you know my gyms that I've come from and they're very competitive yeah um, you know it was just like a different vibe like everybody just had more it was more not I don't want to say laid back because it's so intense what we do um, sure. but a little bit of a different mindset yeah 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 um, and it took, I would say it probably took me six months to start relaxing, but that's just me. You sure. know me. I, I'm not an easygoing person. So since then, 
since that, like mm -hmm. let's say you realize the change, you start to accept. We'll go into the next. So first is like panic and denial. Mm -hmm. Then we yep. go to accept, acceptance. Yes. How is the gym, like how has your progress at the gym been since then? So one of the biggest things that happened was when I was still uh, going back and forth between here and Denver, um, I could notice a change in, in how I was performing in CrossFit. So I started to trust the programming. Here, you're saying? Yeah, here. Yeah. I was like, wow, I, in three months, even, you know, I, I wasn't living here full time yet, but I noticed a change. So I was like, okay, who's doing the programming? Because this is really good. So you felt like it maybe was less intense, but you were getting better. I felt like the intensity was still there with the workouts. Okay. It was just more like the culture. Right, right. Yeah, like the culture wasn't as you know that competitive environment right. where you walk in and you're like you know you see all these athletes around you and who perform very well um like a lot of joshes around <laughs> you feel like you're in the jungle this, yeah. everyone's a predator basically yeah yeah basically yeah so it was like that but then the workouts were still intense it was still kicking my butt um but i did see a difference in my performance so i'm like okay programming is good I'm yeah. like, I like this programming. So then I started, and that's how I am with everything in life. I'm like, okay, I'm getting more comfortable. And then I was like, okay, I like this program. Keep this programming. And that's when I was like, if I move there full time, I can still go here. I consider, I still call it CrossFit, but I, I'm just more about the programming than the name now. It's like, yeah. I think that's healthy. I mean, everyone at least at some point has bought into marketing you know like mm -hmm. i i get we all get like kind of a brand affiliated with things so it's like when you go to buy you know tissue paper we all just buy kleenex but yeah is it really all kleenex or like yeah. is just any brand of tissue get the job done it's great then yeah and, and for me i'm just like i saw results and that helps me you know accept yeah. <laughs> like if i didn't see any results i probably would still fight it i'd be like why, sure. why are we doing this why are we doing this but and i think you should i think that's you know as a coach i want to hear that if you've been here for months and you're not getting better i would be like okay she's showing up five days a week she's doing her part this is now this is on me now if you're showing up one day a week and then three yeah. and then two and you're like i'm not getting any better i'm gonna be like well, you can try showing up that'll be better yeah but, yeah but you're here so I, I want to actually talk more about your progress because I feel like you, even in the last like three months, I feel like you're just like every day you're messaging me like uh, PR, the PR today, PR today. I've had a good good month. Yeah. Good months, yeah. So yeah. You, I mean, you you started to settle in. I'm kind of fast forwarding a little mm -hmm. bit. Then you came um, you came to me at least with idea of maybe like I might want to try. Is it your first competition? Would would have been your first competition? Yeah, yeah. I was like I'm thinking about doing competitions, but I know I have to, you know, up the game sure. pretty much. And just so like for listeners, yeah. like a recreational level competition. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Local no, comp, I'm you a, want to have fun, but you want to fun, be ready. Maybe yeah. not come in last. <laughs> just just have fun and and do a competition and just enjoy it and just want to do more i think that's awesome yeah what has what were some of the so you did that you came to me was one step what mm -hmm. are some of the things that you know you are now doing and what are some of the changes and improvements that you've seen since you know dialing in on your end well well first i definitely am i i've upped my game and i spend more time 
at the gym. Yep. I think you've noticed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm for sure. So for listeners, we're now working together in addition to class. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm programming some accessory work for Kristen. Uh, usually it's about five days a week. A couple of those days might just be zone two, but you're getting after it three to four days. And I used to do it only like four times I would go to class like maybe in the beginning for a while it was just like four times a week you know then one day I was doing it five times a week and then next thing I know I'm like a minimum six times a week yeah so that happened too this past year so not only am I doing that I also have my extra stuff that I do and I'm just trying to like I add like little things like I started running more in the past this is two months now I started because you know I'm not that much of a runner <laughs> I don't like it as much it's easy to hate in Florida honestly it's so I, it hot. is different but then I came from like high altitude where yeah. I couldn't breathe at all when I run and now I'm in like high humidity again and I'm like I can't win with running no but I figure if I just try and add a little bit more running I won't, you know, I'll start to get used to it more and and that'll help with what we do at the gym. I'm not looking to become a runner. I'm using the running to get better at the things I do inside the gym. If do that you makes feel like sense. it's worked? I think so. I think yeah. it's starting to work. I'm, you know, I've been doing, you know, I run a mile three times a week in preparation for Murph. So, like, when the day Murph comes, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, I've been doing this. I can do this. Yeah. So, it's kind of my mental game, too, it helps with. Um, And then I start doing, like, little things, like double unders. I started, I wanted to get better at double unders, so I practice those a little bit more. Like, I just try to, like, add, like, little things, like, when I have time. Yeah. Um, And then nutrition is a big thing. Especially if you're working out as much as you are. Yes. You got to stay, you know, refueled. And then I do have to take into consideration my age, and I'm a female, and between the ages of 35 and 42, I've changed a lot. My body's changed the way, you know, I can't just eat whatever I want anymore. I can't just um, exercise and eat what I want. No, it doesn't work. Yeah, you're definitely not outworking a bad diet. Yeah, like in my 20s, I could eat whatever I want and then run go to the gym and run a few times a week and it would fall off. It doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah. So I have to accept that, although I struggle to accept my, that. Um, I, I try to be more focused on not like, I used to be, okay, eat less. Right. Right. That was That's a natural I, mistake that people make. And I grew up in the 80s and, you know, the 90s, which that was what it was about. Mm-hmm. You know, the dieting was eat less and, you know, don't eat junk food and that's your diet. But now I've transitioned into nutrition where it's more like focusing on, you know, you I eat plenty of food, but it's just like more about what you eat. Yeah. Um, and that kind of helps me deal with, you know, my, I like to call it my new body cause it's, it's just different. Where are you going for, if anywhere for direction, guidance, advice on nutrition? Um, well, everyone, all the coaches at the gym, okay. coach Danielle, I've worked with her, yep. uh, last year we worked together for a few months cause I was probably, even though I was working out tons. 
this was before you came here, um, I was the heaviest I've ever been and I was like freaking out because I was like, how is this possible? I'm working yeah. out constantly. I'm not eat, I don't ever really eat that bad. I've just always been more of a, like I'm not a junk food person or a dessert person. I'm more, I like food. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't believe it when I got on the scale and I'm like, how is this possible? Um, and I hooked up with Coach Danielle and she taught me a lot about nutrition and how it works and you know how it's not about eating less it's just really about what Choices. you eat yeah um, one of my biggest things that I learned was I'm I'll skip breakfast that's always been my thing you know you get up for work you skip breakfast or run to, and I actually stopped doing that like yeah. even if I'm not hungry when I wake up I still force myself to Eat. I've been guilty of that. I, yeah. I've gone through phases where like I'm getting a little too big. I'm gonna, you know, push breakfast back and fast, mm -hmm. and I usually feel worse and gain weight. Mm -hmm. so, it's wild. It's, yeah, it's really counterintuitive from what people, like you said, what you think you should be doing. Yeah, and then like you know, mid-morning snack, and then you eat lunch, and then another snack, and then dinner, and you know, all the different protein that is good for you, and the vegetables. Uh, which isn't hard because I actually really like vegetables. Yeah. So it wasn't hard transitioning into this new world for me because I like all the food, but I like all just food. Just eating it. Yeah, I just yeah. like. I work with so many clients who are like, oh, yeah, I love vegetables, you know, and I'm like, here's what we should be eating, and I'll tell them a list of what we should be eating, mm -hmm. and they're like, I like that, I like that, and I'm like, great, when was the last time you had these things, and they're like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> so, <laughs> but liking them does not get them in your body, we have yeah. to still eat them, yeah. but it's, it sounds silly, but we're all kind of guilty of it, you know, I like to go for walks, or I like to go yeah. for a run, when was the last time you went for a run? Oh, I don't know. Last year, I did a 5K, okay, <laughs> like to do it more, so we can keep yeah. going. And like the other big thing Coach Danielle taught me was how to read the labels. labels. That's huge. Once she explained how to read labels, I would look at things that I thought were so healthy and I was like, oh my God, this is not Yeah, healthy. things that are health foods. Yeah, health yeah. foods. Yeah, that's... I, I couldn't believe what... We could do a whole podcast on that trash. I, mean, I should do that with Danielle. <laughs> she should just sit down and roast health food companies. I used to, in the supermarket, I would take pictures of labels and send them to... Coach Danielle. <laughs> be like, trash, is this good? Trash. Is this good? <laughs> Should I buy this? I did. She she's great because she would answer all of them. But I learned good. how to like. I still check in with her on things, but I learned how to do that, and that was that's pretty big. One of my favorite things about my you know a little more than a year of here spending time and observing you as a client is like you really you have coaches around you and you. You use us, like you ask us questions. You are like, should I do this? Is this a good idea? What do you think about this? And, and like, if you want more, you're never afraid to come ask for more. Whether that's like, I want a personal training session that I want to pay for, or it's just like, can I get some free advice on this stuff? And I think, I wish, I personally as a coach, I wish more people would do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I know they're thinking it. We're here for you, we're resources, we want to be there for you. Yeah, I'm just really good about maximizing my resources. I've always been like that. That's good. I'm like, if you know, if I'm put in this environment and there's all these professionals around me, why am I not gonna, yeah. you know, just use wins. everyone? Yeah. Like, there's, it's just, it, that's how I, that's my personality. I'm just like, if we're, I spent when you join, I'm like, okay, we have this big CrossFit guy. I need to suck as much information out of him <laughs> as possible. 
But to be fair, I do tell everyone before I start working with them. Like I ask a lot of questions. Yeah, I think that you're. I mean, but that's that's. What, I love a curious, curious client. Like I want you to know the why we do stuff. Mm -hmm. It's definitely easier to work with like a robot person. It's like tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. But I'm excited to teach people. Because and some coaches maybe don't have that like patience of someone who asks that many questions, and sure. I'll pick up on that right away. And <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not feeling it, I will. I'll, I'm good, and I'll, I'll go to the next I'll, person and ask them. And be like, okay. I want to uh, take like a at least a minute here, a little more than a minute, and like humble brag, shameless promo. I want to hear. Just tell us about some of the PRs you've hit in like the last. Let's put a limit on it. Like maybe the last month. Um, okay, so the last month I improved my split jerk. I think I was at 140 and now I'm at 165. I went up a lot in the last year. Okay. I could have been at 145, but yeah, and 165 and I think I can get 170. Um, so that one I was really proud of. Uh, my clean... I was stuck at like 140, 145 on my clean for a long time, and now I'm at 155. Um, my snatch, which is my favorite, as you know, um, that one I was always at 90, 95, and I've been hitting 105 comfortably. Yeah. So I think with the snatch, it's like you can hit it, but like, how messy is it because I was yeah. I would get messy I'd hit 100 and it was just a hot mess and I'm like okay I hit 100 but is that <laughs> I mean, I'm not showing anybody that video. yeah I'm not showing anybody that yeah we've all hit that little yeah before. so it was like I kind of was hitting it but I was like that's really just a hot mess but now I can hit, I feel like I can hit it more comfortably so yeah. now I'm like at 105 um my push press has gone up to one, I want to say 130, 135. My have we done any running? We haven't done any running tests. <laughs> Notice I'm just focused on yeah. lifting. All your strength, though, <laughs> is like seriously. But I think that's interesting because we already we already mentioned that you are get you feel better running. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just important for people to hear, like in a short amount of time, really, you have gotten better at running. And maybe that mm -hmm. feels subjective because I haven't. Yeah. Like, we didn't do a time mile and then do another time mile, but. Right. I've watched you do 400 repeats and like the consistency and strength there is, is there. And now I'm watching you in class, not only improve your one rep max, but like in just today's class, we hit those cleans mm -hmm. and you were dialed in at a, at a heavy weight, like at a pretty mm -hmm. high percentage. And they looked fantastic. It was like, you are truly like crushing it. It's yeah. awesome. I love, I love lifting. Um, I think with the other things that I'm not so great at, like the running, I probably should start to focusing on my times and stuff but it's like I also get on the things I'm not so great at I get really down on myself so I think sure. I tend not to um like clock it because if I well, clock I'm gonna it, brag on you because wall walks and road climbs have erupted I, for I, you <laughs> double unders are way better you went from like piecing them together to doing parts where you're like you did all the double intercepts unbroken except for one yeah and like I'm wall walks when you started I remember you being like I'm not I'm afraid of wall walks <laughs> And now you're doing EMOMs with like two to three in a minute. Yes. I told you my wall walk history was the CrossFit Open where, yeah. what was the it double again? double wall walks. You had to start with the wall walks. And how many, I forgot how many we had to do. I think it was like three, six, nine. And, like, and dubs were like 
10, 20, 30, 40, up to 100. One of my worst performances ever. You would crush that workout. <laughs> I definitely go in more confident, but yeah, it was a bad open for me. I was just, it was a disaster. Like no, I did the first wall walk and I was like, I got this. And then I just fell <laughs> off the wall. I just fell off the wall and I couldn't get back there. up. My shoulders were on fire and I barely did any. Yeah. I was like, what just happened here? And I just looked around like, is anyone seeing this? And when wall walks go, it's just, you just lay there. There's no like recover, just take cold yeah. breaths. It's like, I'm done, I can't move anymore. Well, that's why when we used, when we did it a few weeks ago, the wall walks, I'm yeah. like, it was like, we're back. I was like, I have to redeem myself from yeah. the last time. It was like me and you meet I again kind of thing. I was like, Little we revenge. meet again and I'm, this is gonna look different because I can't forget that open work. It was just it. a hot mess. So. so last year, closing notes, what are your goals? Do you have any personal goals going forward for like the next three, six, 12 months? So for, yeah, I do. For the next three months, I'm, and you know this, we're focused on gymnastics. It is my weakness. Um, it's just my body. I don't have a gymnast body. It's like every time we do gymnastics movements, I can feel my body saying, this isn't right. Go pick up the barbell. Don't do this. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's better. hard. It's I mean, it's like, we talked about this already. It's not like news, but the grass is always greener where you water it. And in the past, you have spent more time lifting. And that's why your lifts are good. And you did a really good thing because when I start to get down on it and you're like, have you paid? You said it that one day and I was like, I just walked down. I'm like, yeah, he's right. Um, said, have you paid him a much attention as you do to lifting as you do to gymnastics from you know when you started and I just like no no <laughs> I'm like I used to do what I had to do to get by right and, and it was it was like whenever there were toes to bars in the workouts the first few years I would like just do Whatever. bare like, just get yes. through it and then run to the bar and be like okay I know how to do this yes um so that's for three months I really just want to I don't need to be the best at gymnastics. I don't even need to be great. I just want to be able to do them in a workout. Yep. You put it on the board and I want to be able to do it. Whether I have to break it down into sets is fine. But that's my three month goal. In six months, I would hope that I'd be ready to, you know, find a competition and, and just try it yeah. and see how that goes. I may not even like it. I may just be like, you know what? I just want to keep doing what I'm doing at the gym and that's my year goal is to be able to do everything RX and not my tech longer. I don't know. We haven't talked about that yet, but that's yeah, we'll what's in my head. <laughs> I do want to be able to, um, at some point, whatever you put on the board, I can do it. Not, don't need to be the best. Don't yeah. need to be the fastest ever. Just need to, if it's on the board, I can do it. And, and how many sets I need to do it is fine, but... That's Check just, all the movements off. Exactly, yeah. I don't want to look at the board and be like, oh, I still can't do that. You're well on your way. Yeah. Thanks so much for sitting with me today, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you at the next episode. See you later.